You're listening to the Techpedition Podcast, episode 86. Cloudy with a 100% chance of bullets. It's March 3rd, 2011. My name is Sergio. I am the host of the Techpedition Podcast. This is James, one of the speakers. How's it, how's it going, everybody? And uh, I am Clarence, bringing up the rear. Oops, that it's number three. Are you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, this this been a big week. Uh, GDC was this week, but not much came out of it, uh, news wise. But this this is our eighty sixth episode. Eighty six. Look, we've done this eighty six times. It's kind of mind blowing. Yeah, I, I I know. Like, and and it's one more than last week, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> Did you know that to 86 something means to throw out or ingest an item? Yes, it's used all the time in the restaurant industry. Yeah. 86 that, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, where does that come from? Like, what, 86, like, is that like the reference to a year or? You know what? Huh. I have no idea. Uh, it's actually an old Navy term. I can't remember the full story, but it was a uh, it was a boat. This number was 86 years ago that it went down. So when people would get rid of stuff, they would just say, "Well, we're going to 86 it," and they just drop it drop it off the side of the boat. <laughs> hmm. Wow! What? Wow! That's not good. <laughs> that that's amazing that you just knew that. That or you just made that shit up. One or the other. That's either way. It's amazing. Either way, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into news, fellas. Uh, we don't have. I guess we're all just going to take turns this week because everything could just kind of flows. So, Clarence, you go first. Yeah, a new service was debuted uh, called. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, Gaikai is Ginkai. Gin. It's not an N in it. Genkai. There isn't it. No, it's G A I K A I. But but anyway. You say what is it? What is a service? Well anyway, anyway, it's it's what this service is is a cloud based gaming service, much like OnLive. Um, I think it's a whole different set of people doing this, and uh, uh, you know the story. It allows you to play PC based games uh, through your browser instantly. So. Uh, their main sales pitch here is going to be playing your browser, no download required. And it's going to be mostly what they're saying is going to be mostly for demos for starters. Yeah. Goofing off okay. with games and not getting caught. Yeah. And actually I tried to, to, to play this. You had to have heck of bandwidth to play it. And, and and I was gonna try it, but I of course I, it wouldn't even work at my on my cock mask here at home for some reason. Carrie got it to work. I'm not gonna say where he was when he got it to work, but it did work for him. And he said it looked pretty darn good. And he said it makes him want want to get a netbook and just use his service. <laughs> so so I, I it, it you know I wish he was here to give his comments on it, but. You know, he said it ran pretty pretty darn well when he tried it. So, I mean, I'd be interested when the service is eventually available for everyone or I can actually get in and try it. But, you know. Well, well I did try it today, actually. Oh, you got you were able to use it? And? Yep, it came up just fine. I mean, it was 
somewhat um, laggy, but I mean, it was very minuscule to where it was only barely noticeable. Uh huh. But yeah, it worked just fine. What about it versus hmm. an on live? I, I have no idea because I have never messed with on live. Okay, okay. Well, what I would assume is that this works at least as good. Or you know, or worse than on live because on live is there. There's there's been a lot of dollars thrown into the, the 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 research into getting that to work right. So if this works, I can see on live working. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I played the disc space two demo and I played through that level that you had quite a bit, and it took a little bit of getting used to because I was having to use mouse and keyboard, and unfortunately, I'm not very good with. Mouse and keyboard on shooting games. Preach it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and, for, and for people that say I'm a scrub or whatever, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I, I got my consoles. I'm happy. But I played it. It were, It ran just fine. It was still very pretty. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to change any settings on my computer or nothing. I mean, it just it booted up, was in the window, and was go. Yeah, that's the big thing about this is nothing to download or install. Games are instantly playable uh, on click. So that that's kind of huge because even online, you, on live, you have to install software just to run it. So that's pretty significant. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, this is in the browser. Good point. Oh, it also even had an option to full screen it. So... Yeah. It, it, it's straight up full screen like you do a YouTube video. So yeah, so I guess we'll keep an eye on this service and see uh, where it goes in the future. But it looks promising, to say the least. Uh, next thing I have is uh, anybody remember Danger, the Danger service, T-Mobile hey, Sidekicks? No, no. Uh, could you refresh our memory? Okay. Uh, well, in a lot of ways. The Sidekick was probably the most popular s- smartphone for a while. Oh yeah, I remember those things. Yeah, you remember all the stars had their Sidekicks. They did their uh-huh. messages and stuff on. Yeah. Had the flip out screen. Hey, flipped out. The middle of it flipped out and up. Yeah. Was it? I still see people with those. Yeah. It, Wasn't that the one that the dude in the opening cutscene for Brutal Legend? Wasn't that what he had that he was? I'm not off? sure. <laughs> It, well, the thing thing with the Sidekick, it was like the first real smartphone to be heavily dependent on the cloud service. Their cloud service was called Danger, and it actually allowed you to uh, surf the web, uh, store pictures and contacts in the cloud. And, you know, this kind of significant. CNN just came out in 2002 that we could have a service out like that back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but anyhow, this service is... Dead. Um, uh, team in danger. Yeah, it, <laughs> danger is in danger. Uh, the the service is being axed by T-Mobile slash Microsoft as a joint partnership with it. And uh, guess what they're going with for their uh, newer model uh, sidekicks? Well, it's not a Microsoft partnership. <laughs> no, they're going they're going with Android for their new sidekick devices, which is not really surprising. Because I don't really see them trying to throw Windows Phone 7 on here. But, yeah, uh, who, who's who's Danger owned by? Who's this service owned by before? 
was Danger. I think Danger was was his own company, and Microsoft wound up buying them. So that's how they became a Microsoft company. But but yeah, they're um yeah they're they're axing it and they're they're going with the good old Android operating system. Are they gonna do, so? They're going to maintain the Sidekick name. I believe so. Yes. Hmm. So that's interesting. This would be a good option for Carl since he always wants his QWERTY. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like my QWERTY keyboards too. So. <laughs> Speaking of QWERTY keyboards, uh, I don't want to get off topic here, but I was watching Tosh Point the other day, and uh, <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, a BlackBerry. Yeah, you kids don't know what a BlackBerry is. It's what old people use because they because typing on an iPhone is scary. Oh man, I don't think Carl will like that one too much. But yes, but moving on. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of BlackBerry, uh, like me, you may have heard a lot of these BlackBerry users. There are BlackBerry users out there, few and far between. But yeah. You hear him talking about, oh man, I got my BBM. I had the BBM of friends. I'm like, oh man, yeah, and, 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 my Crackberry. <laughs> and at first, I was like, what the frack are they talking about? But if you don't know, BBM, the BlackBerry Messenger, is their messaging system. Uh, I guess it would be sort of like any other IM service that you have out there, except it's uh, it's uh, tailor made for the BlackBerry, and only BlackBerry people, users can use it. Uh, that's going to change. Apparently, uh, rumors have surfaced from trusted sources that the uh, they're going to actually let other platforms use this service in the form of uh, of uh, apps. So that's kind of kind of significant because a lot of people swear by their BBM. Uh, now it's now it's going to be all over the place. Yeah, which, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it, uh, if they want to, because, you know, uh, BlackBerry has been trying the last couple of years of, to update their oper- operating system to be on par with, uh, as I say, Android or iOS. So, I mean, this is just, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you'd want more people to be into your fold instead of just, you know, being out there on your lone island out there where nobody knows what's going on. So, I mean... You good. know what? That's helpful for me because I've got a couple friends that they use the Blackberries, and I was like, "You didn't get my BBM?" And I'm like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> I never really explain it because you know, I got the Sprint phone. I'm like, "What? What the hell's a BBM?" <laughs> what? Just text me. Wow. This is gonna be cross-platform messaging. Exciting. Yeah. Wow. Woo-hoo. And moving right along, uh, yeah, there's a Spider-Man play on Broadway. It's called it's called Turn Off the Turn Off the Dark. It's that's just that's oh that's almost as bad as Dark of the Moon. <laughs> dark Side of the Moon, you mean? No, Dark of the Moon. They changed it to Dark of the Moon. Not Pink so, Floyd. We're talking about the Transformers. Yeah. I thought it was Dark Side of the no, Moon. Side, no, Side is not in the title. <laughs> it is the Dark of the Moon. But anyway, uh, you know, we, we've been hearing stories about how this Spider-Man Broadway play has been going. Um, hearing about them having injuries and stuff on set and, 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 and things just not going well overall. Um, so uh, they're, apparently Warner Brothers is taking a stab with their own... Um, their own Batman Live, 
and from what I can tell, this is going to be more of uh, this is going to be a traveling show rather than just be on Broadway. Uh, they're actually going to be in different venues, um, traveling around the country and even outside the country, I believe. Uh, and I, I believe it's it's well. Let me just read the the synopsis. A unique and innovative ther- theoretical experience is an arena spectacular that combines aerobics, daredevil stunt work, illusions, and cutting edge design to bring the adventures of Batman and Robin to life on the stage for the first time in these characters' history. Batman Live be written by blah blah blah. But yeah, I mean you get the picture. Uh, it, it, yeah. Other than the whole singing and dancing. Don't, <laughs> Well, I mean that's that's with any Broadway show, but it's like to really go watch Batman on stage, I'd have to be like, you know, is Michael Keaton going to be back? I can go watch it then. But any other, it's like, uh, no. Uh, like I would be on board for it if they didn't just copy Spider Man. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like it's like a Me Too. It's like, oh, we can do this too. Uh, but. We're DC. We have Batman. You know, it's because uh, you know they wouldn't be doing it if Spider-Man didn't have one. Yeah, I mean, and what I'm, what I'm, the kind of vibe I'm getting from this one is that is that it's going to be more like a just a regular play, like a, a theoretical play, rather than the one, the Spider-Man was actually a musical. So there's going to be a kind of kind of a huge difference because I don't think I'd want to go see a musical. Versus just a regular play, I guess. Bat musical. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure we'll see a lot of lot more news pop up on this. I think they're just getting started with the uh, beginning phases of getting it getting it put together. So, boo! <laughs> Come on, man! You know you want some Batman live. You want to see him fly around his tights suspended from a wire? I I, uh. I don't think I do. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> oh man! Well, James, you have some 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 news about the 3DS. Yes, yes, we've gotten uh, very definitive answers on the battery for the 3DS because that's one that's been the big selling points for the DS Lite, DXi, or whatnot is because they have very long battery lives. Really awesome for your play. Uh, the 3DS. Not so much, depending on what settings you choose to use. Straight up up 3DS games, uh, if you turn the 3D off in the settings, you'll have up to five hours worth of play. Otherwise, you're going to have maybe three. Oh, man. What? Yep. What? Straight up, yep. The, The general average between... For the battery life for a 3DS game itself is three to five hours, depending on the 3D settings. Since the 3D, you know, has to use more power and everything else. Well, I, I, I guess I could go break out my Game Gear if we want to talk battery life. <laughs> but here's an interesting thing: in the user manual, there's a page that walks you through how to change the battery. So. So you can put in a bigger one. Yep. So if they're coming out with 
a better battery with better oh man that that doesn't I sound like, like nintendo's it. mo no what they'll do in two years they'll release a 3ds2 or a 3ds slim or a 3dsi and it will have twice the battery life and screens that are twice as big i mean what it sounds like to me is that they they just basically skipped out on the parts to bring it at a at a projected price point that's what it that, sounds that's, like that's very possible yeah true but like i said it's it's in there. It's an actual walkthrough that's in the manual. It's actually in the manual how to change out the battery. So it's not the whole. You there's no way you can get it out. You gotta go get the new, newer stuff. Oh yeah, but all all D, all DSs and GBAs had instructions on how to get the battery out. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. All the all the batteries for the Nintendo stuff they're easy to get out now. iPod, no. <laughs> Yeah. You know, smartphone? No, no. There's no way to even get to the batteries on those things. It's all one piece. There you, you go. I, you can do it with a hammer. <laughs> but moving on, you also have some, some news about MK. Yes, yes. Uh, Mortal Kombat 9 is coming out. And lo and behold, Microsoft is not getting the exclusive time demo this time around. Uh, the demo for whenever you guys hear this, drops on March 8th, Tuesday, uh, for PSN Plus, and then the next week it hops on regular PSN. And I think 360 will get it like a week or two before the game comes out. <laughs> you know what? Uh, if, if at all. Yeah, I mean, when, when I read if, it, yeah, when I read in this, I, I get the notion that this, does Microsoft even really want this demo? <laughs> Early. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think Mortal Kombat has the popularity that it's had. But I mean, I guess this is significant. Well, the thing about this Mortal Kombat game is it's it's being touted as a straight up reboot, and it's got a lot of of attention, much more than any Mortal Kombat game has had in the past, say, twelve years. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the last time there's been even anywhere near there's been as much anticipation was maybe Mortal Kombat 2. I mean, Mortal Kombat 2 had more, but this is about as close to that as any of them's come to. And more Total Kombat? More Total. Yes, more <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, what this, this, this sounds like Sony said, we'll give you some money. And I think it's really funny that the PlayStation Plus people get it a week in advance. So glad I paid 50 bucks for that membership so I could play it for <laughs> a week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things so that way the guys that spent the money, they get like a little bit of an extra so that way they feel like they get that extra. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't have it. I haven't spent the money for it, but I do have some friends that have it. And they said that, you know, for the amount of, downloadable games that they get because uh, for the most part the PS the PS1 games that are on there for download from what I understand for the most part has been like the good PlayStation 1 games and there's some of them that a lot of these guys are younger guys and they missed playing pretty much all of those so they've been enjoying the hell out of that uh, hmm. I don't know Sergio I mean you've got it from what I've seen no, I, no I don't have it like, <laughs> no, that was that was a joke. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I check up with what's going on with PSN Plus, and they have deals all the time on 
download content that's out, all kinds of stuff. I mean, stuff would be like almost 70% off. Yeah, but it's it's like, here, pay us more money so you don't have to pay that later. You know? How much is how much is PSN Plus? It's like it's like fifty bucks a year. Yeah, which isn't bad. I mean, I guess I'm just used to it from the 360, but I don't know. Well, I mean, it's also just due to the fact that unlike with the 360, with the 360 you have to have that live membership to play online. Whereas with the Plus, they put it on there for all the extra content. It's like you know what. Yeah, we're asking you for the fifty bucks, but we're not making it to where you have to spend the fifty bucks to play online. We're leaving that free. But if you do a lot of, uh, you know, transactions on PSN, this will save you money. You know, but you, but you but, but, but you have to buy a lot of it to make it save your money. Save, <laughs> save you money. Like you have to buy pretty much everything they're offering on sale to get your fifty bucks back. Yeah, well, I mean, the guys that I that I know around here, they spend the money, like they spend a lot of money on PSN. So they say that for the full year that they've had it so far, it's been worth it. I still don't feel it's worth it. I'll still wait that week because you know it's like I don't know, it's just a week. That's fine. But the, when the demo releases, it's going to actually have four characters in two stages, so it's not going to be just Scorpion and Sub Zero, which will be. <laughs> Most of the fighting game demos that's come out, because it's always been like two characters and that's it. Whereas this one, you know, it's going to be Scorpion, Sub Zero, Melina, and Johnny Cage. Uh, once I forget one of the one stages is, and the other one's the pit. So. <laughs> oh man, the pit. All right, well, I got a bunch of movie news, guys. Hit us with it. So there's a Captain America movie co- coming out next or this year. Oh God, this year. And uh, the the that that guy who plays all the bad guys, Hugo Weaving, he's playing Red Skull. And they they just show they they just released a photo of him as Red Skull. Well, it looks and pretty darn cool. Yes, it does. Red I'm Skeletor. Very impressed. <laughs> Red Skeletor. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I love the fact of how he had his belt buckle has a symbol for Hydra on it. That's funny. Hydra? Hydra, they're they're a huge criminal organization in the Marvel universe. Oh, foreshadowing maybe? Huh? Well, I mean your big criminal organizations, there's Brotherhood of Mutants, there's Hydra, uh, and AIM. You know, AIM's the entire technological stuff, whereas Hydra's just straight up Underworld, yeah, yeah, but that, that's a very impressive Red Skull. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, overall, I got to give these guys a lot of props because the steals that have been coming out from their this movie have all looked pretty darn impressive. Uh, as opposed to on the other side, the Spider Man uh, oh. reboot photo, photos coming out just look darn cheesy. Oh man, they look so bad. I'm, I'm just hoping there's a lot of, a lot of like techno gadgetry that's going to make those look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you can tell they're they're doing a lot of their stuff in post. But I mean, these freaking Captain America screenshots, all of them look pretty, pretty darn good. Well, one of the other things about it too is they're doing, from what I could tell, on the Captain America movie, they're doing a lot of it as practical special yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah, true. 
which is personally, you know, I, I love CGI, but I love CGI when it complements the practical because nothing beats that practical being there. You know, I mean, look at uh, when Underworld came out, they had CGI, but it, it, it complemented the practical special effects they did. And it was just, you know, awesome to watch. Right, right, right. And, and I'm really scared that, you know, we're getting old guys. Um, and we still appreciate practical special effects, but these youngsters who are just now who are growing up and they 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 will have CGI their entire life. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to appreciate it like we had to back in the eighties. Yeah, when when ninety percent of what's on screen for them is freaking computer generated, it's just bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, all they took from the actors were their facial expressions. Yeah, you boot a RoboCop or RoboCop himself all CGI. I'm like, that's gonna suck. I mean, to the same point though, it, it's a lot of movies haven't went as far as uh, George Lucas did with the new Star Wars movies. Like, th- th- what they did with those movies is just crazy. I mean, uh, some of the stuff I've seen of them shooting it is just like all green screen. Everything is green screen. You know, I mean, I guess we haven't made it that far, but just these little things is just I don't know. I mean, especially yeah, that, about, taking it too far with the green screen, it really is. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's arguments too, and you know, for and against it. We will always have, you know, we'll always be tied to that generation that enjoyed the practical stuff, but. In all reality, it looks so much cooler when you put it through a computer. They they can get away with so so much better action when yeah. you when you when you when you you know orchestrate it via CGI. Yeah, and like another reason they're not going to uh, the newer generation isn't going to miss it is because they didn't have to suffer through the transition period of all the horrible CG in in the movies. <laughs> which I mean, we still go, do get horrible from time to time, but it's very rare now that you get something that's just like that's that's just horrible. Yeah. Or a Wolverine. Or Hulk, uh, the first Hulk movie. <laughs> oh, see, now I, I disagree. Now I, I, I enjoy the CGI. Then the first yeah. Hulk movie. Yeah. Oh god. They, they Don't get that, started. Kept that comic book feel with it. The, the second one was perfect. I, I love the second, the the newest Hulk movie. I just I love I adore that movie. It was great. Adore it is awesome. I really enjoyed Eric Banner as uh, as Bruce. I thought he did. Like he looked the part. Of Bruce Banner more than Edward Norton. What? Agreed. Agreed. No, Bill yes. Bixby, yes. man. Edward Norton was Bill Bixby, dude. Come on, now. Oh, <laughs> okay, we're off. Well, you say yeah. <laughs> we <then> more, Chris. <laughs> more movie news. And speaking of Star Wars, it's been long rumored and actually announced that Star Wars was coming back to the to the to the big screen again. Uh, this time in 3D, and we finally have a release date for the first of the six episodes. Yay. February 2012, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace will be in theaters. In so that means until 2020 before the Blu-ray versions? <laughs> you know what? I, I'll probably still go watch it. I mean, because I know, this movie is going to look awesome in 3D. Like we just uh, said a second ago, this movie was shot in freaking all green screen, so everything on screen pretty much is digital. It's, it's going to look great in 3D. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's it's probably good that they have an extra time to do the last three episodes because those would probably be a pain in the ass to convert. Uh, those are going to look horrible. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm kind of sad that my kid's not really would, won't really be old enough to watch it in the in the theater yet. You know, he'll be uh, what like three. Trust me, no, he'll, no, he'll be two. He'll be two. Trust me, in ten more years, they'll come to the theaters again. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Phantom Menace in 4D. Well, I mean, I, that's one of the things I missed when I was younger. Like, that's another thing that the new generation is missing out on is I remember when I was, you know, 10, 10 and into my teens, you would still have movies that would come back out in theaters, especially like mom and pop run places that have died out. Because I remember being seven years old and my dad taking me to watch Smoking the Bandit in the movie theater. And that came out, you know, when I was a baby. I mean, well, oh, uh, yeah. I think so, it's one of those things. There's so many movies that come out, and a lot of times they're out for like three, four weeks, and then they're gone. I mean, I think another reason they don't do that as much is that the uh, home cinema experience, well, home movie experience is so good now. Is that I mean, you get the movie so quick, and the experience at home is so good. The 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 need to bring it back to the theaters has kind of died, especially in the '90s. I mean, DVDs taking off, and, and now Blu-rays. So I mean, you know, it, the need is kind of gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the awareness of movies is has has really risen because in the '80s, if you know, there, it's very possible that a movie would come out and you not even realize that it was coming out. Because, you know, the marketing may have not been targeted towards you or the marketing wasn't clear or, you know, now you, I, I can tell you what movies are coming out this week because it's been well, beat into my head by every channel I watch. Yeah, because a, a great example of that in the 80s was uh, The Princess Bride. You guys know I'm talking about. Yeah, I love that movie, yeah. Yeah, when it came out, they, they it, compar- comparably when it came out, it was the same as Wizard of Oz. Flopped in theaters, but when it came to the home market, it exploded. Because, believe it or not, Wizard of Oz was a commercial flop when it came out originally. What? Yep. There's no way. Yeah, it, it was not. Because, like, there it, was it, no was there, there was no home market till like, 1984. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have no home market. I, I could be a flop. Initial release, it, it was re-releases. Throughout okay. the years, that got its awareness up, but when it was initially released, no. Okay, so so the Wizard of Oz would be a really good example of this. Hmm. Yep. All right. I mean, I, one more thing on this before we jump to the next topic. I I just wish they would devote their resources on making a new Star Wars movie, because uh, I mean. Uh, Granted, they probably have to devote very little resources to doing these transfers and stuff. But I just think, I mean, I think we just need to make another one while we still have the opportunity and before all the actors are start dying off. And, you know, I mean, the the, the window is closing here quickly. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I want? What's that? I, after George Lucas is dead, because he will die. Uh, <laughs> well, um, just... <laughs> uh, I, I, I want... What and and hear me out here. I want a Star Wars reboot. <laughs> you know what? Where, where they recast the entire cast of the original Star Wars and do a new take on it. It would probably be freaking awesome. And you know they could actually do it in the context of the 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 newer three films, but it's still you know 
I guess it wouldn't matter because none of those actors are in both, except the uh, the 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 CG characters, the uh, mm-hmm. yes, like Yoda uh, and whatnot. Yeah, so I mean, they could do it with all new actors, and it wouldn't make a difference because it has no real relevance to the as far as visually to the other three. So that would be cool. I mean, I'm I'm for it, man. It's time for one. <laughs> Star Wars reboot. Start the petition today. And if you think you were mad about those re-releases, you're going to be up in arms now. <laughs> Time to piss some people off. Well, speaking of – this actually transitions really well in my next topic. Uh, movies from the 80s that have a bunch of non-CGI effects. Blade Runner. Warner Brothers is working on prequels and sequels to Blade Runner. Uh, Thoughts? <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I think maybe a reboot would be more in order because other other than the diehard sci-fi people, nobody else knows what Blade Runner is. I'm sorry, I barely know what it is, and I got the movie. <laughs> but it's been it's probably been a good ten, fifteen years since the last time I've watched Blade Runner. Yeah, they need to reboot it and then worry about you know if they're gonna make a, a prequel and then re, then do the, the original movie over. I'm all for it, but. You can't just come out and say I'm gonna make a prequel to a twenty some odd year old movie that nobody knows. They they just did that with Tron. <sighs> but that wasn't a reboot. That was. Yeah, but it was a, it was a sequel. It was a sequel to Tron. Yeah. A twenty year old movie that no one knows. Yeah, and I bet it didn't get the. It it got a lot of attention just because you know uh, the fanboyism out there, but. I bet it didn't do well at the box office just for the fact that people didn't care. <laughs> I, I beg to differ. It did fantastically at the box office. Are you sure? <laughs> well, it's not the original Tron. The new one did fantastic. It must not. Yeah. It, it must not have been anything out there weekend. <laughs> <laughs> First matinee showing, it was pretty packed. It's 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 bumping up against four hundred million dollars. Disney knows how to push that stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So, so what I think this is is Warner Brothers going, "Hey, we can do that too." But you, but you know what? I think, I mean, saying that also, I think that that movie is one that you can give a minimal backstory and kind of let everybody know what happened in the first movie. I don't, I don't know if that's possible with Blade Runner. So you're saying it's a bit more story heavy than the original Tron was? <sighs> By far. <laughs> yeah, Tron has very little story at all. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, the opening six minutes of On Legacy gives you enough of what what you need to know. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Terminator movies. The Terminator movies altogether only have about forty five minutes worth of story, <laughs> and then the rest is just you know robots chasing people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. It, it, this, I don't think it'll work. <laughs> uh, what if they get Harrison Ford to do what? <laughs> Play the same character except old, like like Jeff Bridges did. Well, I mean, if it was in the sequel, maybe. Yeah, I think. But it's- I mean, it's one of those things. I kind of have have a hard time seeing this because one of the big things about Blade Runner was at the end of it, even with the director's edition. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the the recut director's edition. But one of the things about it was it left you at the end of the movie is like, well, is he one of the replicants too or not? Like that was one of the big questions that they left, and it was meant to be intentional, you know, and for at least twenty years, and then they'll tell you. Yeah, I, I, I would, yeah. I would much rather see a sequel 
Uh, like like in the vein of the Tron Legacy, I'd rather see that than see a prequel. A prequel makes no sense to me. Hmm. Wow. Not really. I mean, I, I might as well go back and watch Trancers, which was like a B-movie version of Blade Runner. Well, having never actually seen Blade Runner, <laughs> me, uh, now I kind of want to see Blade Runner. Like, I've always wanted to watch it, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. Now, I, now I'm very curious. To it's see what, really what, what the big deal is. So it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty good. I mean, it's a cult <laughs> classic. I think it's one of those movies that we uh, hold in our uh, psyche as being great. But when you go and watch it, you, uh, you'd be like, it's, it's okay. <laughs> well, well hey. I'll watch it again, and then I'll, I'll get back to it to you on that, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'll watch it, too, because I got it in a box somewhere. I'll, I'll dig it out and watch it again, and I guess we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can watch Blade Runner before next week. All right, well, speaking of what, what we're watching, we'll just move right into that. So, Smallville. We all know it's it's coming to an, to an end, and uh, Trainwreck... Maybe, but damn, this season's entertaining. It is. I, I, I yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying the season. You mean, you mean, you mean you enjoyed the Hangover episode? I, I kind of did. And the Matrix episode? I, I didn't enjoy the Matrix episode as much as the Hangover episode. But I, what I really like about this season of Smallville is they're just doing whatever the hell they want. They don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know they've stopped trying to be Smallville, and now they're just trying to say, look, "Look, hey, that's a funny movie. Let's write that." And if you thought the story was off before, don't blink. It's even worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like we've talked about this before. I mean, I've in, embraced it now as being his own thing, and and you know, hey, whatever. I just as long as the episodes are entertaining, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, and and that Hangover episode was really entertaining. Despite oh, yeah. it being exactly like the movie The Hangover. And the movie Dude Where's My Car. Pretty much. But I gotta admit, a a uh, an Indian Elvis impersonator was pretty hilarious to watch. <laughs> oh, that's that's my boy from Battlestar Galactica, man. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's Indian. If he's not, I don't mean any disrespect. <laughs> You know the, the the doctor guy on Smallville. Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, like I, it's gonna be really sad to see that show go because I've mocked it so so frequently and consistently for the past say, I'm gonna go with six years. I'm gonna go with ten. <laughs> <laughs> that not seeing Clark Kent on TV or you know anymore is is gonna be kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Give it two years, we'll have a new Superman TV show. I, I mean, I don't, I don't it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna come back around. I mean, it has since the yeah, 80s. Eventually. Yeah, I, I still think they're gonna try to spin something off. They're gonna have like a Star City show, uh, you know, starring Green Arrow and Chloe. Oh gosh, I hope not. That, or they're just gonna go into a Justice League. Oh, that would be expensive. I'm kind of partial to Lois and Clark myself. That, that was a good one. The real adventures of Superman. <laughs> I mean, other than some of the story stuff that they have been doing, Erica Durant has been, I think, a genius cast as, as Lois Lane because 
Although Original. annoying at times. <laughs> but that's the character of Lois Lane. That yes, yeah, she is pretty really annoying. But she, you know, she gives that same sense of gets down, gets the story, is not afraid to get in there, you know, and and, and will stick up for herself. She's not a damsel in distress. She's just a damsel that's in over her head, but she still fights back to the yeah. name. Yeah, well, like casting has never been the problem with with Smallville. The casting is actually really good. Yes, the writing is just but the writing is just bad and repetitive. Yeah, I, and uh. the writing is sometimes I'm just like, what the hell are they smoking? They need to have better shit. Yeah, and and the sad part is a lot of it that they're pulling from the original comics is just <laughs> as bad as the writing. Yeah, I, like I, I mean, like we've talked about, I, I cannot fault them one bit. Let make it your own thing, have fun with it, because Superman is horrible in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, yeah. I, at this point, I can't wait to see what ridiculous shit they pull out next week. Oh, oh, but yeah, I mean, I think the last, the the the, the final, what five. Four or five episodes we have left. I think they're going to be freaking awesome. I think they're yeah. going to be awesome. Because uh, overall, this season has actually been pretty good. Yeah, take you know, c- considering it's coming off of three terrible seasons. Yeah, true, true. This season has been really, really good. And the real question is, does uh, what's the guy's name? Tom Willing have a career after Smallville? No. Absolutely not. Maybe not in TV. I mean, he's been in a few movies. He's been in the the cheaper by the dozen movies. Oh yeah, that's right. And and the remake of The Fog. Oh, yeah, that that was a huge hit. <laughs> Just like the original movie, The Fog was a huge hit. <laughs> yeah, sad to say, I don't think he's going to get work after Smallville. I, that that's why he's putting all of his 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 resources into Smallville. As you can see, he's directed a couple of episodes this season and last season. He's like an executive. He's a producer now. I think he's aware that his career is over after this mo- after this show. I know. I think he has a chance. I expect to see him in movies. I really do. Maybe 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 not the starring role, but I do expect them to see him in movies. Maybe he take may take the Jerry O'Connell approach. <laughs> at the sliders and being a whole bunch of crazy crap. Maybe. Uh, well, what, I mean, you... before sliders, Jerry O'Connell was all over the board anyway as a character actor for the most part. Then he got sliders, but he's he's always embraced being that character role. And you know, Tom Welling's a lot like Jerry O'Connell. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's not afraid to to poke fun of it himself. At least at everything I've seen, and that's always a great thing to see in an actor. What, but but what about Dean Kane? Oh, what did he do man. after 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 Superman? You know he did a couple of movies, but he was the host of that that uh built that the, that Ripley's Believe It or Not show. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah. he he got into doing like a lot of, a lot of actors end up doing a lot of straight to DVD movies. Yeah, see that that's work. I'll, I'll give the, I'll give him that, but. That that's it. It's just work. Yeah, I've seen them pop up sporadically yeah, in some movies. You know, actor, that's what matters is work. Work is work. Yeah, you, but, to, yeah, but to to an actor, that's what matters. To the rest of the world, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like look at George Clooney. George Clooney started on ER. You know, who else on ER has a career? Actually, he well, he also well, yeah, he because he started on Facts of Life and then started in ER. Yeah. 
yeah, like he got really big in in ER, and no one else on ER has has a career at all at this point, at least not a notable career. You know, it, it, having having a job and being a notable you know actor that's in huge things after your main thing is is really hard to do, and no Superman actor has never done has ever done it ever. Christopher Reeves. Well, I can't name anything else he was in after a, after Superman. And it may be different for movie the movies, I would think. But you're right; he he didn't do pretty much. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but that 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 was a good Smallville talk. Let's move on. We're we're playing some games, James. All right, playing? so. Yeah, I played uh, I played Bulletstorm. Uh, this is from Cliffy B. Cl- cloudy with a chance of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, it, it's cloudy with a hundred percent chance of bullets. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, first off, uh, if you've been living on a rock and you haven't heard about this game, it's first person shooter. Uh, it's got chest high wall, so you got things to hop over. You've got cover to duck behind. One of the main gameplay mechanics about it, it has what's called skill shots, which is trying to do skillful kills of your enemies. Like shoot them in the throat, turn around, shoot them in the ass, you knock them into shit, all kinds of stuff like that. Story wise, oh. <laughs> Did you respect the story? Wow. Well, well, the thing is, from the demo, I kind of had an idea of where the story was going to go anyway. But playing through the whole thing gives me the best thing I can tell you is the story was written in the mindset of some pubescent kid that was able to write something about his mom being able to see it. Because there is there is more inventive cussing and insults in this game than I ever heard when I was in the Navy. And I knew some guys that could come up with some crazy shit when they were pissed. And this has blown them all away. It was like they were doing their best to go as far with it as possible. Like they have outdone the red versus blue guys with some of the shit that they will say in this game. (laughs) I I have heard the, the swearing in it is just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it was to for me. It was to the point. It, it wasn't funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, most of the time, when you play this kind of game and there's that stuff in there, it's kind of funny. You have them come up with this stuff, but after a while, it was just like, like one of the things is, you know, you better, you guys have fucked up. You better get down on your knees and give me a an apology that's, you know, sweet and sloppy. Oh wow! Yeah, That's, so it's tactless, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, it, it is tactless in the extreme. And like I said, it's it's like it's written by a pubescent child, even though the guy that wrote it, I forget his name because I didn't really bother <laughs> caring about it. But he's a well-known com- comic book writer. But I mean, he also wrote the name for a lot of the skill shots. Like if you shoot a guy in the throat, it's called gag reflex. If you shoot a guy in the ass, it's fire in the hole oh, or gosh. rear entry. Depending on which one you do. Wow. Uh, there's a weapon that's two explosives on a chain. If you hit it on a guy and kick him into a bunch of other guys and blow it up, it's called a gangbang. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carl will be proud. 
Like, <laughs> I, I, I really hope that all of these were done, like, ironically. You know, it's like, oh, look at us. We're going to make the most vulgar game, and we know it's bad, but it's funny because we know it's bad. It, I hope that's the case. I don't know. Uh, the multiplayer, it's four-person multiplayer, and it's basically just four guys playing a horde mode. That's it. There's no competitive multiplayer. Uh, well, also one of the things about it is you have like a time delay mechanic that works in the game. Because you have an electric leash that you can use to yank guys at you, and then you've got a boot kick to where you'll kick them off, and then they'll just be in slow matrix mode, floating away from you for a little bit so you can shoot them or walk up and get around and then kick them into something. It's one of those things like your first 20, 30 minutes playing, you're having fun because then you kind of figure out how to do stuff. It's like, okay, this is fun, this is fun, and then after that it's like, why am I still playing this? Do I really care about the story? Yes, I want to finish because unfortunately I'm OCD like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so twenty three minutes is oddly specific, but uh, <laughs> like thirty minutes. <laughs> 20, 30 minutes. Oh. It's, about, it's about your your gameplay. I mean, once you get a new weapon, it unlocks more stuff as far as what you can try to do as far as the skill shots, but. After 30 minutes, I was just like, I don't care about trying to do this shit. It's so like, it's like, so it's like make your own fun. We get, it's it's almost like a sandbox for doing weird shit. Almost, but the gameplay is linear. Like the level design is linear. Point A to point B. And like there, and not having competitive multiplayer is like extremely surprising. Well, it's one of those things. It's kind of tough how you would do that because one of the mechanics for the leash that you unlock is called a thumper. And if you hold down the button for the leash, it'll the leash will go out and then you'll do a little thing and it'll make an explosion and it will pop every guy up in like a 50-yard radius into the air. So if you had a competitive multiplayer and do that, I mean, that would just be abused so horribly because you know people are going to bitch or it would be like some – Super uber thing you can unlock for getting to like level seventy thousand. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's it's just it's it's odd for Epic to ship a first person game that does not have competitive multiplayer. That's weird. Well, I mean, when he mentioned the the time delay on uh, the the whip and stuff like that, I could see how that could cause issues in the multiplayer. Let's say just removed it completely. Yeah, or, or just had the time to lay on that one person, and you see it first person as you're floating away and blowing up. Yeah, you know that could be interesting. But I, I, I will give uh, Epic Games one thing is one thing they've always been big on is uh, art as far as the level designs and vistas, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's a resort world that's gotten fucked up. Like, it got hit with uh, radiation and all this other stuff and this bio-waste that they already had there. And, you know, everybody that you're shooting is all mutated or uh, degraded as far as mentalities and whatnot. But the cities and everything else are, are there. One part that was really fun is that you will come to one section that it's for kids. It's where you're in a miniature city and you get to control a remote control monster like a remote control godzilla almost 
one of the guys comes out at you with it, you kill him, and you take the remote, and then you get to go through the rest of the level using a remote-controlled Godzilla creature to lay waste to the enemies. And it's like, that was fun because you just walk around and stomp on them. Sounds the like thing, Rampage. Pretty much. The only problem was that what would really be nice that they kept is if you had the ability to make the monster grab them up and eat them. Then I'm just like, this is Rampage. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well. to me that was a highlight for the game. That and the one-offs or some of the the boss battles were huge. Like uh, when you finish the demo, it, it goes off about the stuff talking about like huge boss battles, and they're not kidding. I mean, the boss battles are big ass creatures that you're having to fight. It takes a little bit to kill them. Like I ran through all of my ammo that I had to kill one boss. It was just. Oh wow! Finding experience, just about it. Hmm. Well, I, like I wasn't thinking about getting this because I haven't enjoyed Epic Games in the past. But if it's if it seems single player, you know, focused, I might. And it, it, like in an ironic kind of, I know this game has cra- you know terrible, uh, terrible writing and a terrible story, but why not? But not anytime soon. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop sixty bucks for it. Yeah, but I mean it's. <laughs> The thing is, is the main character you play as, he's designed like Wolverine. I mean, that's what he looks like. His hairstyles reminiscent of that. His facial stru- structures looks like that. And the guy that has voiced Wolverine in the uh, Wolverine X-Men cartoon, the uh, Pulp versus Wolverine cartoon, he's doing the voice for the main character. So you're just thinking, I'm running around with a more foul mouth version of Wolverine without the claws. Weird. Well, I've been playing a game, too. I've been playing Beyond Good and Evil HD, which is weird that it's actually labeled HD when you when you boot it up. It's it's like it's 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 not Beyond Good and Evil. It's Beyond Good and Evil HD. Like, there's really that big of a difference. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. Like, uh, it, it is a direct port of uh, of the same game that was on Xbox PS2 and GameCube, say, five years ago. When did it come out? 2003. So that game is eight years old. Eight years old, yeah. Eight, so, oh, wow. So, so you're saying we're not getting high-res graphics? Or, I mean... It, well, the, the resolution is bumped up, sure, but, the, you know, the polygon count is is not changed. Ah, uh, that's Yeah, so, so, it, so what the high-res graphics basically make let you do is see exactly how ugly the game is. <laughs> And I guess if if they were trying to preserve the the game as is, they did a great job. Good for them. However, they did not go through and fix anything that was wrong with the original game. Now, was this a disc-based game, a download game? How would you get it? It is a, an Xbox Live arcade game. Uh, eventually it is going to be released on uh, PSN however the, a date has not been announced uh, it's part of the the uh, I don't know the, the Xbox is all kinds of like block party or camera party or something I don't know what it's called this this this, this month but this month they have this uh, a series of games coming out uh, in like a promotion and this is the first one I believe okay and basically what this is is just Ubisoft's way of saying, should we greenlight Beyond Good and Evil 2? Because it's kind of in development hell right now because 
one promo video has come out in the past two years, and then it's been canceled and uncanceled like two times. Uh, what I think this is is them just, you know, dipping their toe in the water to see exactly how how many people want a, a sequel. Hmm. Well, I, I know when they released the the trailer teaser for Good and Evil Two, from what I heard, there was a lot of buzz. Oh yeah, there was, but that was like two and a half years ago at this point. True. You know, so and and they've actually come out and said it was canceled, and then someone said, "Oh no, it's just on the back burner." So. So it's a it's it's a reminiscent of Duke Nukem. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except not as not as badly. It's, a, it's, it's having the Duke syndrome. Exactly. So um, that, beyond good and evil forever. <laughs> but but the, the things that they they could have fixed like. Now that you have the the ability to to not have load screens every time you walk into a new room, build that into the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you walk into a room, there's like three things to do in the room. You check all three things, then you leave the room and another load screen pops up. Sure, the load screens are better now because, you know, you're pulling from a hard drive rather than a disk, but Still, it's a pain in the ass. You walk in the wrong room. Oh, wait! I got to turn around, and you walk back out, and the load screen comes up again. Uh, and yeah. and how they let this game get out of get get out of development, or how they re-released it without a proper uh, camera inverting control scheme is just pisses me off. Like you know how every game you boot up, if you want to invert the y-axis or the x-axis it lets you yeah okay it's standard every first person shooter does it every third person game does it if you don't do it that's a problem this game lets you either have them both inverted or both not inverted there is no mix and match is it like that in the old one i believe so yeah i mean look like it's suffering from what you said is that like they didn't change anything. <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah. You know, th- th- they had an opportunity here to make a good game because it was a good game. I don't, a lot of people say it was a great game. No, it was a good game. They had a chance to make a good game, fantastic, and they failed. Fail. Sorry. But you know, if if anything, I hope it does what it's supposed to do, and that is encourage people to to get excited about Beyond Good and Evil Two, so they can actually finish it. So if 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 that's what is needed, people go out and buy this game so I can have a sequel. How much Please. is it? Is it like, like I think it's ten bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I think it's ten bucks. Not bad at all. But you're you're definitely gonna be playing an eight year old game or seven year old eight year old game. It it feels eight years old. Cool. Oh, okay. We have a deal of the week, James. Shoot. All right, so. For anybody that has their phones, uh, like me, I have an Arcos internet media tablet, whatnot, that has a micro SD card slot for expansion and memory, and you've been wanting to get a 16 gig uh, micro SD card but haven't been able to afford the 100 buck price tag, Best Buy, now I don't know if this is everywhere, but I know here in Hattiesburg, Best Buy if you go to the phone section, has 16 gig micro SD cards, 40 bucks, 39.99. Like I had to stop and take make sure I looked at it. 
<laughs> I put this with the eight gigs right beside it said thirty nine ninety nine, and then sixteen gigs beside it said thirty nine ninety nine. What so a brand! Had, uh, SanDisk. Mm. Oh, that's a reputable brand. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really had to sit down and look at because, like, did they label this wrong? Like, I even pulled the the uh, slider piece. You know, for the price and everything to make sure somebody wasn't joking around and put the thirty nine 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 over the, you know, hundred dollar price tag. But nope, it's there. Uh, and it didn't even say it's on sale. It's just that's the price. So if you guys want a sixteen gig micro SD card, go to Best Buy and grab them because there was like five or six there the other day when I was there. Yeah, and with with smartphones and just phone phones taking micro SD cards that you that, that may be worth it because data piles up. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I was looking at some of the, the newer phones because I'm at that point to where I can upgrade my phone with my contract, and some of the smartphones have 32 gigs of memory, but I always go with the 399 phones because those do me just fine. They have the expansions, and I was just like, man, 16 gigs? That would be awesome because if you want, you know, have music on your phone or uh, be able to take a lot of pictures on your phone and transfer them without having to hook your phone up to the computer, that's a perfect way to go. Yeah, yeah, or video, video, video. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that takes up a lot of space. Yeah, I, I'll add one more deal. Uh, if you go to Steam and uh, – uh, try to find their deal section. They actually have Braid uh, for two ninety nine, and today is um, <clears throat> excuse me, today is March third, so I don't know how long it's gonna last. But yeah, you can get Braid on Steam right now for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, and that, that's yeah, go do that. That's good. That's a good. That's what a good is game. Braid? Oh, it, oh, it's also on PS three. I, I never played it. It is. It's. It's a mind-bending puzzle game that you must play. Okay. Okay. You will hate yourself for it, but you will oh, yeah, have so yeah. much fun. <laughs> yeah, like you'll both be simultaneously impressed and frustrated. It's. It's fantastic. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Well, Clarence, Apple had some news this week. Uh, yeah, they came out with the second version of their that iPad thingy, thingy thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they had a big event and released the next iteration of the Apple iPad. Uh, some of the specs are uh, the new one sports a dual core chip, the A5, which is Apple's own branded processor, uh, up to nine times faster graphics processing. Uh, battery life is the same, which is good considering all the stuff they've added. Uh, uh, you have a front-facing and a rear-facing camera for so you can get your uh, Apple FaceTime on. Were there any cameras on the uh, original no. iPad? No. The only thing that has cameras oh. is the, the latest generation, uh, the latest generation iPhone and the latest generation iPod Touch are the only two that has cameras. So this is this is uh this is kind of big. Uh, also, um, I don't know how much of a feature this is. They have smart cover technology. Wish they had their own branded cover that has magnets in it. There's also magnets in the device. 
So the cover like automatically snaps to the device when you put it on there. I, it looks kind of cool if you look at the promo. Oh yeah, I, my my Zoom case kind of does that. Hmm. Cool. It's nice. Uh, also, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one one thing I'm curious about because there was a lot of people that did buy an iPad was interested about was the iPad too. Does it have a an expansion slot? For more to, to expand upon what? Memory, you know, like does it have? A no, it does memory? not. No. No, they have a uh, 16 gig, 32 gig, and 64 gig models, but you can't uh, add additional memory. No, you can't. Hmm. But I also, uh, you can expect this to debut on AT and T as well as Verizon uh, for the the 3G enabled models. Day one. Uh. Doesn't really say day one, but I'm assuming it's going to be day one for both. Hmm. Uh, in addition, we have a gyroscope, which the the last version only had the accelerometer. Uh, it, and and that's crazy that that is something that is listed as a feature. You know? <laughs> it's kind of what? standard in all Apple products now. I mean, all their all their products. Well, the, well, the thing is, is, is the people are selling this to. If you say it's got a gyroscope and an accelerometer, it's it's like it's like talking about time travel. It's like, <laughs> this is able to go backwards and forwards. Yeah, nobody knows. But yeah, it's, uh, okay. Yeah, but but another thing is now this is the one feature that really had me wanting to get this. Besides the increased uh, processor and the increased graphics, it it is going to be HDMI enabled. Yes. So Ooh. so with a special. "Quote unquote," uh, forty well, not "quote unquote," but a forty dollar cable, which nobody's going to want to buy. But yeah, an additional forty dollars, you can get this HDMI adapter, and what you can do is mirror your iPad to your HD television, and I think that's so. It basically, in essence, makes makes this a uh, almost a, a media center type device. So I mean, hook it up to your TV, play your videos, play your games, or your big screen through your iPad. And use the iPad as an input device. I think that's kind of awesome. <laughs> hmm. Will 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 you be able to have two different things? Uh, no, I I think it's mirrored, and it kind of make it kind of makes sense for it to be mirrored. Because uh, if you're gonna hook up the cable to the TV, uh, you're gonna wanna just you know uh, control a game or something like that to show off an app or or something in that nature. I would think anyway. Well, I was thinking more of like the like the DS, you know. You have like the uh, input panel on the bottom and then the what's you know, happening on the other screen. You know what? I I wouldn't doubt that we'd see a game like that. <laughs> and the first person that does that is probably going to get uh, blow up in the app store. <laughs> yeah. So somebody well, somebody get on that. <laughs> I could see wrong with that though is. If they're going to do that, they need to make it to where they can have it wirelessly because most everybody really likes their wirelessly. They don't want to have to have cables running from their TV to their laps, that sort of thing. So yeah, that's, that's, de- a- that's dependent on the TV, though. True. Well, I mean, if you're going to buy the adapter, it would be two pieces, you know, one piece. Uh, of yeah, yeah, like a receiver. Okay. You know, that, that's how it would need to be. Unless they did it Bluetooth because – there's a lot of TVs that are coming out now that have Bluetooth in them too. So, yeah. Well, the iPod two, iPad two, 
looks like a monster. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a spec bump, bump, but it. But that being said, it's also the standard for. I mean, it's it's better than any other the copycat devices that are out there. You know, and, and, oh. and it looks like it's like a like a pretty hefty spec bump. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's a third of the size of the last one of the width of the last one. So it's pretty darn thin. Yeah, it's it's thinner than the iPhone four. <laughs> width or thickness? That's different. Do what? Width or thickness? Because that's different. It's, thick, it's thick. thinner. So it doesn't have the thickness. Thickness, thickness. It's the same width what? and height. It's just thinner. What about girth? Oh God. That's the wrong. <laughs> We're not talking about that sort it's of thing. matter. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for the uh, Tech Edition podcast. Uh, visit the site, www.techpedition.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can also send us fan mail, fans at techpedition.com, or you can fill out our, our little uh, fan mail box thing on the website. You got, any, got anything to add, you guys? Uh, just hit me up at imclarence.com or follow me on Twitter at, at woodunball. Oh, send, send us questions. Send us questions to answer for you, please. Yes, yes, and 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 what we'll do with those is those guys will answer them, and then I will argue with them. <laughs> that that seems to be our mo. I like it. Well, that works great because that's how you bring out more information because it makes us bring our game. Ah, yes. We gotta be we gotta be able to give our point and back it up. Yes, yes. Well. Until next week, you guys, uh, we will bring our game back. This week, the tech has been casted. I'm Sergio. Have a great week. Go south. Very, very quick. 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 Go south. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs> <laughs>